anybody out there listening in Australia, <laughs> if you'd like Bill and Kirby to come to your fair land yeah. and spread the good news of promo, talk to us. Yes. We're ready great. to listen. I love it. I love Welcome to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. In this weekly podcast, Kirby and Bill talk about the world of marketing, branding, and promotional products. Unscripted is available only at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. Welcome to this week's episode of Unscripted. I am your host, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, is the other host of this fine program, the ninja of notebooks, networking, and novelty pens, the good <laughs> doctor, Kirby Hossman. Kirby, not only how the hell are you, but where the hell are you? <laughs> well, first, uh, doing fantastic, and I love it anytime I'm referred to as a ninja, so that may be one of my favorites. Um, where the hell am I? On vacation, actually, with my family in St. Pete's Beach in Florida. And uh, I don't know if you know this about me, but uh, water is meditative for me. So I am nice. I am really happy to be here and uh, happy to be talking to you, brother. How are you? I'm doing great, doing awesome. I'm glad you're sitting there on a beach and, and relaxing and kind of kind of uh, getting your getting your zen back, right? <laughs> right getting right. your zen back. Absolutely. Well, you know, one company that already has their Zen. Do you know who that would be, Kirby? Who's that, Bill? That'd be the Good Goods at Colab. I think we talked about them last week. It is a uh, new spot or a new uh, collaboration between Bam Bams and T-Shirt Tycoon. Uh, Adam Walterscheid from T-Shirt Tycoon and Ben Taylor from Bam Bams are both known as innovators, and they're collaborating to give you a single PO solution with a single project manager for all your private label needs. I love that. Yeah. Their aim is to really create a frictionless transaction that's going to carry across multiple product categories while ensuring all their distributor partners have the highest level of quality, safety, social compliance, and brand integrity, all within a vertical and global supply chain, which is pretty darn exciting if you ask me. Yeah. So they are launching at ASI Chicago, which is July 25th and 26th. But if you'd like to learn more, and gosh darn it, you'd want to, <laughs> go to ttycoon.com slash collab. That's C-O-L-A-B. And you can find out all you want there. Um, it, it'll give you a little bit of detail about what the collaboration looks like and how to get more involved. Now, I did mention that they're going to be at the ASI Chicago show announcing this and launching this. And Bam Bam's booth is number 1907. Right across the aisle is T-Shirt Tycoon's booth at 1714. So you can get with both Adam and Ben there, or, or they even have a collab meeting room. So when you go check out... The information at ttycoon.com slash collab. You can send in a little uh, a little note and make a an appointment for a collab presentation. So pretty exciting stuff. I love it when people are doing innovative things to kind of shake up um, what already is a great industry and making it greater. Absolutely. It's really cool. And let's face it, Adam and Ben are two of my favorites in the industry. They are absolutely two of my favorites as well. So I think we've done enough slurping here. <laughs> I, I, For are sure. We, but but we, we mean it. I actually think, uh, I'll tell you, I'm actually really excited about this. I've, I've had an opportunity to talk to both Ben and Adam about it, and, and it's pretty darn exciting stuff. So anyway, Kirby, are you ready to broadcast at a beach level today? <laughs> That's exactly the level. Right. Yeah, absolutely, man. Excellent. Now, would you like me to go ahead and start since I'm in my studio, or do you want to go ahead and start since go you're on the it. beach? No, you go for it. Uh, are you sure? Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Absolutely. I'm, I'm just here following along this week. <laughs> 
up if, if you say so, sir, if you yeah. say so. All right. So um, recently, PPB, which is the great magazine put out by PPAI, Tina Filipski is the editor of that. They just announced their 2018 Rising Stars. Yes. And I wanted to just run down the list real quick. Um, I'll probably butcher some of these last names, so that's just people will have to forgive me. <laughs> uh, Christy Kenna. Catanelato from Fully Promoted of Manville, Jake Director from Strideline, Julie Fritsch from Starline, Brittany Godsey from Gold Bond, Eric Granada from Robin, Justin Gookson from Snugs, uh, Michael J. Harper from Summit Group, Tim Howe from Spectrum Designs, Aaron Kucherway from Common Skew, the good goods at Common Skew, <laughs> the lovely and talented Megan Corey from Hit Promotional Products, the equally lovely and talented Jason Lukash from Oregadio, and Mike Simzak from Oregadio. Yeah. Ashley Morfens from American Solutions for Business, Zach Ottenstein from The Image Group, Robert Russell from Strike Promo, Sarah Smith from Pop Promos. The good, good Ben Taylor from Bam Bams, Dustin Wicks from Vernon, and Joshua White from Bamco. Now, really good list there. And, and you know, yeah. I, every time these lists come out, I always feel like, gosh, I hope I know a good portion of them because I feel like I'm out of touch if I don't, right? Yeah. So what I wanted to ask you, really great list there. And I, I've, gosh, I've known some of these people for what seems like a decade. Um, I've known, gosh, I've known Megan Corey forever. Um, but you are a rising star. Yes, I was not. I've never been a rising star. Okay. I'm, I'm more of a waning sun. <laughs> so tell me when you were a rising star, and I think it was it was in Nashville. So that had been three years ago, right? Mm-hmm. It was, yep, okay. sounds right. So because they're recognized at the North American Leadership Conference, and this year it's in Washington, D.C., and the year you were a rising star, it was in Nashville, Tennessee. Yep. Tell me what that meant to you mm-hmm. to be recognized by your peers, because you have to be nominated. Yeah. Tell me what it felt like to you, or when you found out you were a rising star. Yeah, so it's like so. Yes, it is a good question. You don't even have to tell me. I was I was going to say that, and I stopped myself Uh, because you already know it's a good question, Kirby. I asked it. Yeah, it's a great list, by the way. I totally agree with you. I I actually really um, I love this particular list, and you know, I actually am a fan of lists anyway. I think you are a fan of lists. Yeah, Yeah, so I think they're fun and and good conversation pieces. This is one of my favorite lists. just because I think it's extraordinarily well thought out. And what's interesting to me is um, just there are so many up and coming awesome people in the industry. That's really what yeah. I take away from this. Me too. And is I, I actually nominated some someone this year. Mm-hmm. Um, actually I did as nominated well. a couple. <laughs> um, and uh, it was. I was excited because there were so many people for me to nominate. And I got the impression from. Uh, PPB that there were a ton of people nominated, um, yeah. which is really really cool. I think. Um, yeah, they got they got ninety, almost ninety nominations, which I think speaks to oh, yeah. you know something we've been focused on. And I, when I say we, I mean the global we as an industry. We've been focused on hey, where are the next people coming from? <laughs> they're coming. Hey, they're not, no, no, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're here. here. Yeah, they're here. I mean, you've got someone like Julie Fritsch who who does great things as the um, uh, VP of marketing over at Starline. You've got. Uh, You've got obviously Mike uh, Simzak and Jason yeah. from Org Audio. Who yeah, do I'm great actually things. a little surprised that they, that like this to me, man, they're stars already. Right? Yeah, like, I was I was a little yeah. surprised by that. Which too. in a good, I don't mean it in a bad way. It's just a, yeah, it's a great list. But to answer your question though, mm-hmm. uh, how did I feel? Yeah, it was a ridiculous honor. It was one of those things where you know, you and I both following similar paths, trying to build our personal brand in the industry. Mm-hmm. For me, it was one of the first real 
oh, hey, people are really taking notice of what we're doing. Right. And um, what I loved, and again, for me at the time, is I was nominated by someone who wasn't in my company. So, That's great. Yeah, so it was, I guess it, for me, it was a complete surprise when I got the email, and it was a it was a huge honor. It was just one of those things that I totally get the excitement and the kind of the just the flattered feel good that each one of these folks is going through. Well, so I'm excited. I think it's a little validation too. Yeah. That, that the work you do, um, the work you do maybe sometimes behind the scenes or sometimes those lonely nights that there's some validation to that. And people right. are noticing, um, like you, I nominated a, a few people and, and one of the ones I nominated was, was selected and, and that makes me feel good. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, it's a, I think it's actually one of my, other than the PPA Hall of Fame and the Women of Achievement, which I, I love both of those, this is right up there with that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, to me, it's one of those things when I look at a list like this, to me, it's a challenge. It's, it's, hey, you haven't arrived all these people on the list, now the work really starts. Yeah. The, we, we, as an industry, we're saying, hey, we need you to lead. We need you to push us forward. We need you to take us to the next level. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. And, and, and I will tell you, I, that is really one of my takeaways from this is not only is this a great list of future, I, I, I even hasten to call it future leaders, but leaders mm-hmm. in our industry, but there are so many more. Um, and I read this list and was like, oh, well, that means that more are coming. And that that brings me great joy about the industry for sure. Yeah, well, definitely congratulations to everyone. And even if if people who are nominated and weren't selected, I I almost look at it like the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame and there's a backlog of wide receivers. (laughs) It doesn't mean what you're you're doing doesn't matter or it's not good or not good enough. It just means, hey, um, there's a lot of people out there who are working really hard to make this industry everything it can be. And and that, that warms um, the cockles of my heart, wherever those may be. <laughs> wherever those may be. I love it. That's right. All That's right, Kirby. One. Okay. Well, I wanted to uh, discuss, and it's actually another thing found from the PPAI media room. Oh, um, boy. Yeah, right. So uh, Did I just say, oh, boy? You did. Man, it's like leave it to Beaver on here this morning. <laughs> we, neither one of us have sworn yet. <laughs> Jeez. Um, Golly gee willikers. Yeah. So the Canadian Senate voted uh-huh. to ban cannabis companies from using branded products. Um, okay. So in a 34-28 vote, Canada's mm-hmm. Senate passed an amendment that would prohibit companies operating in the cannabis sector from selling promotional items featuring their logos. Um, I, I have some opinions about this. Um, actually, in the article, our good buddy Ben Baker from uh, Your Brand Marketing was yeah. quoted quite a bit about it. Obviously, uh, he's in Canada. So wanted didn't know if you'd seen this, wanted to see what your take was on it. So I did see it. And it's one of those things where I have like three or four different emotions all crashing <laughs> right. in, at, together at once. My immediate yeah. reaction is, what the hell? Um, it's a business. You should be allowed to promote it in the way you see fit. The The longer, probably more accurate answer is, look, I, I think no one, no one wants anyone under the age of X whatever that is, and, you know, I'd say about probably 21, to be uh, smoking pot. Um, Studies have shown, you know, kids' frontal lobes aren't developed, and goodness knows I have boys, and their (laughs) frontal lobes are not even remotely (laughs) fully developed. But, I mean, you don't want want, um, 
their their brains to be damaged because they're drinking alcohol too early or smoking marijuana too early or or smoking cigarettes. None of those are great for you anyway. Right. Um, however, I don't love the restriction that you can't do something. Yeah. I mean, I think we'd all agree Joe Camel was a bad idea, right? <laughs> it, it, it tried to make cigarettes cool for kids. Right. Um, but to say that you can't use an advertising medium to market your products that that does does not sit well with me so i i think it's kind of a i understand you know as my dad used to say the road to hell is paved with good intentions right. and i think the intentions of the canadian senate are good um and, and I'm, I'm sure the thought behind it and again i didn't read the article so i'm flying a little blind I would assume that it's, you know, we don't want it marketed to kids. We want it, you know, if people want to buy it, they can buy it and so on and so forth at the legal age. But I do think when you try to restrict trade by saying you can only use this advertising medium and you can't use that one, you, it's it's the law of unintended consequences. Now it becomes taboo and now I want it all the more. <laughs> right. So yeah. I, I that's kind of where I don't think I actually really answered your question. I just rambled, which, you no. know, hey, it's a podcast. Yeah. So I can ramble. <laughs> No, I think you did actually. I, so I, I think your your point is well taken in the sense that, that I have multiple sort of thoughts and emotions about this. I would say, you know, my first thought is, look, um, especially when it comes to the cannabis industry, um, this is evolving. And so I think in so many ways, folks don't know how to treat it. And so they're like, okay, well, when in doubt, let's say no. Right. And then we know we can evolve and change the law as we move forward. And so I'm trying to get kind of like what you said, I'm trying to give them a break. Yeah. Um, on the other side, the part that brings me a great deal of joy is we have to understand and people around the world have to understand that you have to stop saying that promotional products are not powerful because if they're so powerful that you have to outlaw them, Mm -hmm. then it only reiterates the power of what we are doing. I, I, when they did it for uh, the pharma industry, yep. you know, on one side they're saying, well, you know, swag doesn't work and we're going to cut it out of all government spending. But it's so powerful that we have to have a government initiative that because it's affecting the lives of doctors and it's affecting right. how things are marketed. I actually kind of love the idea that our medium is so so influential threatening that it has it's to so be threatening yeah, that's right that it has to be uh regulated by the government that's super interesting to me it, it is and it's a good topic you bring up you know again I, I i as a citizen of a democracy i want the legislative legislature as they're making laws to be probably more conservative than liberal mm. um because you can back off you, right. you know you know, whereas if you're too liberal, it's really hard to close the barn door once the horse <laughs> has left. Yeah. But again, it just seems one of those. Uh, I, I talk about with, with my kids sometimes about being on the wrong side of history. Yeah. And I'd say that the, the will of the people is telling you we want to be able to use marijuana in a recreational form just like someone would have a beer or, you know, someone would have a glass of wine. And I think the more the establishment fights that, the more on the wrong side of history they're going to be. Yeah. No, I think that makes sense. That's good. Good call. Good. All right, Kirby. So I don't know if you know this, but there were some wireless chargers that were recalled recently uh, from Logo Included. It mm -hmm. was in conjunction with the Consumer Product Safety Commission. So what was happening were um, these wireless chargers, the, 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 they were overheating, 
and there was a little bit of a burn hazard. No, there were no injuries. There were no mm-hmm. injuries. Now, you've seen these things. They're like little flat hockey pucks. Yep. And if you have an iPhone 8 or more or higher or a lot of the Samsung mobile phones and the Google mobile phones, wireless charging, does it make you think when you see a recall like that mm. as a distributor, does it make you think differently about selling them? Mm. Um, and how so if it does or yeah. doesn't? Yeah, so I, I think it makes me think differently like this. I am extremely loyal to a certain few suppliers who I trust implicitly. And so what I mean by that is I know that they're going through the proper um, testing. And I actually talk about that with my, with my clients. And I have had times where um, when it comes to chargers, somebody would say, well, I can find this over here cheaper. And I say, right. no, I won't. Well, we're going to buy them from them. Good luck. I'm, I don't want to be the person that, or the company that helps, <laughs> you know, be a part of that headline. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe it's great, but I, it, the way it makes me uh, think of it differently is it makes me partner with people who I trust. And it's, I say this all the time, Bill, is that I'm in the business of making promises for other people. Right. And no so, question. Yeah, you are. Yeah. And so I work really hard to uh, work with people who I believe keep their promises. And so that's the way it makes me change the way I sell that sort of product. Right. Now, just just as an aside, and I'm just curious, uh, again, you're on the distributor side, I'm mm-hmm. on the service provider side. Are you seeing a lot of demand from your clients for wireless chargers? No. Um, but again, one of the things I always say about this is, obviously, I'm not in Coshocton right this minute, but being in Coshocton in the foothills of Appalachia, Ohio, I always say that we, when it comes to trends, we're at the tail end of the snake. And right. that's not always a bad thing. So like if there's a recession, we're late to that. You know what I mean? Like the, it doesn't hit us, but trends and fashion and that sort of thing, they're late to the party. So I would say that a lot of times if I see something in Vegas and right. I go and show my clients, it's about a year later that they're like, hey, have you heard yeah. about these charging things? You um, so. Interesting. So because we, we joke about you being in Coshocton, living 30 minutes from anywhere you would never want to be. But in all Hour seriousness, half, but yeah. But in all seriousness, I mean, I, I would think fashion-wise, yes, I, I could see that absolutely lagging mm-hmm. six, nine, 12 months. But you even see it with um, electronics? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Again, anything that's a trend, usually yeah. we're and, – and maybe it's not a year. Maybe it's six months. But, yeah, I would say often in our area we're, we're a little late to the party, but we're also late to the problems. <laughs> Yes, very true. All right, Kirby, you got one more quick one before we launch into a rousing round of filling in the blank. Yes, I have what I believe is probably a self-serving topic, so I want you to help me keep it from being self-serving, okay? I've got no problem keeping you in check, sir. <laughs> I love it. So um, one of the things I would say about our industry, in the promo industry in specifically, is that we really undervalue ourselves, um, uh-huh. you, you know, there's so many times where we, oh, well, we'll give away this and we'll give away, you know, free art and we'll give away all, a lot of the expertise, the ideas, the, the things that really bring value. There's so many times that we, br- we just want to devalue that as an industry. And it, so here lately, I, I feel like, you know, as a, it's leaking into another area, which is sort of the speaking and teaching and uh, education area of our mm-hmm. industry. And I shouldn't even say it's leaking. It's <laughs> it's done leaked. Sure. Uh, so, you know, more and more I'm doing speaking. I know you do a ton of, of speaking as well. I do. And I love it, right? Right. But I'm getting so, some conversation and pushback to say, well, you know, 
this is for a regional or this is for this you know mm -hmm. can you do it for nothing can you do it for this can you you know bring a big discounted rate and i struggle with it because though i want to be um, a an ambassador for the industry and i want to help us uh, grow and move in the right direction on the other hand man you know if i'm going across the country it's two to three days out of the office right. and i i feel like if i don't do that i'm not valuing my time and so I wanted to kind of get your take on that and see what you, you know, am I way out of line? Are they way out of line? Is it somewhere in the middle? What's your thoughts? No, you're, you're not out of line. You know, it's, it's certainly the responsibility of a not-for-profit, a regional, for example, mm -hmm. to ask for as much as they can get for free. That's, yeah, for that's sure. their job. Um, and I think it's your job as the speaker or as the product, for lack of a better term, yeah. to say, this is my price. Um, I'm, I'm very much in the same boat, um, you know, because I do get asked to speak a lot in um, there are sometimes you know, there was when I was building my brand, yep. doing it for, uh, for lack of a better term, free or the exposure, right? Mm -hmm. That's what you do for. Hey, man, this is going to be great exposure for your brand. <laughs> um, it made a lot of sense. Yeah. It made a ton of sense, especially in my brand of eight days. Yeah. You know, hey, just pay for my travel and buy me dinner and buy me a beer and we're all good to go. I'm a lot busier now. Right. I've got a lot more responsibility. I've got uh, stakeholders I report to here at Promo Corner. And so for me to do something like that, it has to make sense. Now, see, I have a little bit of a different perspective because it has to make sense not only for me personally, but it has to make sense for me as a company. Yeah. Um, for, for, for Promo Corner. Well, and I, you know, I, 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 sorry to interrupt you, but that's no, one of the pieces ahead. that I struggle with is, is I get it because if I were a supplier going to a regional, everybody I'm speaking to, or most of the it's people- a potential customer. They're a potential customer, so it's a different yeah. thing. But when they're asking distribute, and I'm totally comfortable talking to distributors. I actually, of course you are. Yeah, I, I, like I'm good with that. Yeah. But the idea that I'm doing it and just going, well, you know, there has to be, especially I'm taking time away from family, taking time away from right. the office, there has to be some return on investment, right? No, no question. I think it's it just, a, there are times where I do feel like, hey, out of the goodness of my heart, this is a worthwhile cause mm -hmm. to do, or this is something worthwhile to do. Then there's also times where it's like, hey, you know, this represents a really good opportunity for me to represent Promo Corner and further evangelize who we are, what we do, how we do it, and why we matter. Right. So I, I look at it all from all those perspectives. Um, I don't think it's wrong to say no. If you, I, don't, I don't know if that's kind of what you're asking. Um, I think it's important to say no. Right. I think it's important to say, hey, you know, there's, there's a, a saying I learned from a good friend of mine. <laughs> if it's not hell yes, it's a no. Um, and, and I do subscribe to that. And, and uh, so there's been times I've said no, and uh, there's times I've wanted to speak, and it hasn't worked out from a timing perspective and all that. So... I think it's okay to say no and set your your boundaries. You know, you you work hard to build a uh, a brand. You work hard to build a, a reputation in the industry as as being a good speaker. You know that needs to be protected. Well, and I guess we would never ask an architect. We would never ask a lawyer. I mean, you might ask, but they're going to say no uh, to do things for free. And so I guess I just look at it and go, well, maybe it's our responsibility to set the, set the idea that that this is something that adds value and should be paid for. Uh, no, no question. Look, I'm a big believer. If you don't put a price on something, people will ask the world and they will not see the value in it. Right. You know, it's one of the things I think the, the regionals really need to work on is the whole, hey, this is going to be great exposure for your brand, whether it's a speaker or a supplier donation or whatever. 
Um, it, sometimes, most of the time, it's it's not. Let's just be honest. <laughs> I'd rather people say, "Hey, look, we don't have the budget, but yes. we really think you're a terrific speaker." Here's what we can do. This is the best we can do. If you can't do it, totally understand. Do you think you could point us in the right direction? That's a conversation I can have. Yeah, that's I don't. Yeah, and I don't want to hear anymore about how it's a great exposure for me or my brand because you know what? Um, generally, it's not. <laughs> generally, it's not. Right. Well, but cool. you know, you know what is great, Kirby? What's that, Bill? Kirby, that'd be the good, good, good people at Gold Star Pens. You know, they got what you need. They are absolutely the leaders in trending styles, colors, textures, and decoration. They've got the largest selection of rubberized soft touch pens, the largest selection of full color writing instruments, including that awesome 360 degree wrap and full color metal. And you know what I love the most? That super smooth writing, ever smooth ink, combines the best benefits of a gel and a ball ballpoint. That all-inclusive pricing makes it so easy to do work with them. So if you want to learn more, sign up for a free Simplicity Starter Kit, and darn it, it's free. It's yes. for you. Go ahead and head over to goldstarpens.com unscripted. Talk to RJ Hagel, Kenny, Ved, and the boys, and they will take good care of you. It's awesome stuff. Kirby, are you ready to do some fill-in-the-blank? I am ready to rock and roll, my friend. Kirby, the top spot on your vacation bucket list is... The top spot on my vacation bucket list is Australia. Nice. I, I, you know, it's so funny. I love the idea of going and um, seeing other cultures. I, I'd love to go to Europe. I've not done that. But the other thing you know about me is I like warm and I like water. And so I've been to Mexico. I've been to a lot of different places where there is warm and water. Australia is a place I've never been. So Australia would be the place that I think, man, that would be, that would be awesome. No, I, I agree. Actually, I was on a, a Skype call with our good friend Robert Williams um, from Australia last night. Oh, cool! Um, he's he's about to start a podcast, nice. and I was I was helping him out with some pointers, and and he gave me uh, wonderful news for them. Big jealousy for me that Cliff Quicksell's going down and speaking oh. at the Australian Promotional Products Association. In a couple months, I'm like that dirty dog. I want to go. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I. Now that is one I think I could do. Yes. Um, for for travel expenses alone. So anybody out there listening in Australia, <laughs> if you'd like Bill and Kirby to come to your fair land, yeah. and spread the good news of promo, talk to us. Yes, we're ready right. to listen. I love it. I love it. Okay, so you know. I would say we've discussed the best things about vacation. Yes. The worst thing about vacation is? Forced togetherness. <laughs> Boy, that almost rolled off my tongue a little too <laughs> yeah, easy, too didn't easy. it? <laughs> you know, um, so you know this, and some of our listeners probably know it, but maybe some don't. But I have gone on a beach vacation uh, every year, uh, let's say 14 of the past 16 years, yeah. with my in-laws. Yep. And um, I, I like my in-laws a lot. They're really, really good people. But that forced togetherness is really a test of patience. <laughs> it really, really is. And we've, we finally, I think, about after around year nine or ten, finally figured out what everybody's role is so the, the amount of friction has decreased. So I, I, I do all the grocery shopping, right. which I don't mind. Yep. I do all the cooking, which I love to do. I do all the cleaning. That doesn't bother me. I don't love the beach. I love the water. Right. Like you put me at an infinity pool or on a deck overlooking the ocean with, yeah. with a beer. Man, I think that's fabulous. Sitting actually on the beach with the sand and the shit, I'm not super <laughs> interested in. Fair, fair. Um, 
but uh, and that's my role. And so I, I, that's my domain. Everybody get out. I will handle that <laughs> stuff. But the forced togetherness, um, because we seem to have this thing in my family where we must do every single thing together, right. which I don't love. I, I think we could separate and then come back and have a nice conversation at dinner about what we did that day. But <laughs> uh, I'm alone in that thought. So to me, it's the forced togetherness. Yep. It, you know, the first few days are great, but then it gets a little, little less so every day. Fair enough. That's a good one. Kirby, the commercial tagline from either your youth or currently that always makes you smile is... Just do it. Just do it. I yeah, love it. Nike is the one that, like, it, it truly, every, you know, when I think about being inspired, um, when I think about um, working out, I mean, today, you know, getting ready to, to go for a run, I, I uh, lace up the Pegasus and get on the road. So, yeah, just do it. That's that. that I like that. Yeah. That's a really good one, Kirby. Thanks. Really good one. Okay. Um, so, we are on vacation. We're traveling quite a bit. And so, when you think of public transportation, you think... Efficient. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and I think it comes from my time in the town so nice they named it twice, New York, New York. Okay. <laughs> um, I lived in New York for five years, one year actually in the city, and then four years in Westchester County up in Rye. And I worked in the city. And when I lived in the city, I, I would take the subway. It was super convenient. When I lived in Rye, I took the uh, Metro North train into the city, into Grand Central every day, and then either walked to work if it was a nice day, or I'd take the subway. And a well-laid-out mass transit system always, always brings a smile to my face. Nice. Um, so probably not the answer you were expecting. Not at all the You are expecting me to start complaining about something i'm sure <laughs> well again though you know you are a little bit of a control freak in some parts of your life as I am, am i sure uh, and and transportation is actually one of the places where i am like i yeah. i would prefer to be in charge but uh yeah no that's, that's really that's a well thought answer my friend well thank you again but it, but it cuts both ways because there are cities where the transportation system is not thought out very well and it's not efficient and it just it's like a cheese grater on my spinal cord so <laughs> I, I totally get where you're coming from cool uh, all right we got any more I do okay Kirby the last piece of music you bought whether it's a CD a downloadable song or whatever the last piece of music you bought was blank uh, Zach Brown. Uh, his not his nice. most recent album, but the the album right before that with Homegrown, and uh, I bought the whole whole album, um, mm -hmm. and so that would be you know it, we talk a lot about it. I mean at this point I don't buy a lot of music because of Pandora and because of yes. all the things that I have, uh, yes. but. Well, I mean, it's just the reality. No, uh, I, I still like I still like music housed on my phone. No. I, I do. I don't stream very often. No, and that's fine. Uh, but that's probably and that's been a couple years ago. Probably the last okay. time I bought some. So, all right. Do you have Do you have one more for me? I do. So you, this is a great transition too. So your okay. favorite kind of music to listen to live is good old, believe it or not, good old old school country music. Nice. Probably another shocking answer. Um, it's it's really one A B C D D. I, <laughs> I, I I love. I I've always loved live music. Yeah. Um, live music always gets me going. But there's something very intimate about a uh, a guitar play, You know, a guy playing an acoustic guitar and maybe just by himself singing. Yeah. Um, that really can um, stir my soul in ways that a lot of other music can't. So I love that intimacy of, of a of a country a true country artist, not bro country. 
but real right. country. I love it. <laughs> but then right after that is good old angry guitar-driven music. So Fair. All right, Kirby, I do have my, my new patented okay, um, yeah. pre-produced rapid-fire questions. Are you ready? I am ready. And this, this again, this is I love that when we're in sync on this because this is a great transition because it's all music-related today. Okay, cool. I love it. Rapid-fire. Are you ready, Kirby? I am ready. Beatles or Stones? Beatles. Good answer. That's easy. Elvis or Little Richard? Elvis. Johnny Cash or Willie Nelson? Willie Nelson. Jimi Hendrix or Eric Clapton? Eric Clapton. Stevie Ray Vaughan or Stevie Ray Vaughan? Stevie Ray Vaughan. Very nice. <laughs> Flip-flops <laughs> flip flops or sandals? Um, I, I, boy, th- I know this is supposed to be one-word answers, but I don't really like either. I'll go what? flip-flops just because I'm wearing flip-flops this week. I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> Bare feet. That's what I but like. I, I But I, I may not know how to respond to that, but I do know this, Kirby. What's that, Bill? I know that the good people of Colab are ready to bring a great single PO solution with a single project manager for all your private label needs. Bam Bam's T-Shirt Tycoon coming together to create something great for the industry. They're launching at ASI Chicago July 25th and 26th. If you want to learn more, and gosh darn it, you know you do, yeah. go to teacher, oops, I'm sorry, ttycoon.com slash collab. You won't be sorry you did. Kirby, as always, thank you very much for taking time on your vacation to have a little bit of shenanigans with me. So fun. Thank you for listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. Unscripted is available every Friday at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry.